less than 24 hours, Georgians will be under a shelter-in-place order. McDonald, though, said he did not know the man was handcuffed and was trying to use his foot to pin him to the ground so he could be handcuffed. If your friends, neighbors, or local organizations are not complying, report them to us. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Free Georgia podcast number 42. My name is Jake Green. Thank you all for tuning in today. First off, if you like this podcast, if you find it informative, entertaining, whatever, um, go subscribe, uh, leave us a review, comment, um, share it with your friends, all the above, because that helps us put us out there um, in the algorithm a little bit more than we already are. This podcast is growing and uh, I'm loving it. I'm loving the audience uh, response to it and how many views we're getting. So um, let's keep it up. Let's keep spreading liberty uh, around the interwebs. Um, if you have any questions about the Libertarian Party, you can head on over to lpgeorgia.com to learn a whole bunch about um, what we believe and what we're doing, where our affiliates are. Um, if you're not in Georgia, you can go to lp.org um, to learn more about our national party, and then you can find your state's party from there. Um, coming up, we do have an event, the Savannah Pub Crawl to Banish Big Brother. It's all about anti-surveillance measures, and uh, it's down in Savannah on September 30th, Saturday from 7 to 11 p.m. I think I'm going to be there um, along with a whole bunch of other like-minded libertarians. Um, today's guest just popped into the studio while I'm doing this intro. Um, you know him. You love him. <laughs> he uh, He's the governor that never was, um, the governor that should have been, um, Mr. Shane Hazel. Welcome North. to the show, brother. Yeah, it's good to see your face back here in Georgia, man. Heck yeah. It's my first first show back in Georgia. I was not expecting you to uh, pop in just then. I was going to pause well, it and keep going, but hey, we're, <laughs> we're in it now. <laughs> I, yeah, I was going to say, I was just coming backstage. I thought you may be doing a warm-up, getting your, your voice going, you know, doing your, your voice exercises and, uh, and articulation exercises like Ron Burgundy, you know? the. I mean, there's a lot of that for sure. I, I definitely sound like an idiot to the rest of the household, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. What's going on? Is that Kenobi in the background or is that the new pup? Uh, yeah, I got Kenobi down on the uh, the floor there. She's just hanging out. I had to kick out uh, Hopper. He's the he's the new adolescent in the house right now, <laughs> and you know he's a boy. She's a aging female, and she really doesn't want anything to do with him. So it's like you got to take a, a hike, kid. Yeah, that makes sense. They they do get annoyed. Like older dogs will definitely get annoyed with the younger ones. We've we've actually got one hanging out in the house right now because he gets really frustrated with all the energy in the other room. So, yeah, I, I understand. Definitely. I'm glad you guys are healed up, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I don't even think. Uh, it, well, it did leave a scar, but whatever. Chicks yeah. take scars, right? That's how it goes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> only, only one that you need to worry about, though. It's all good. <laughs> well, dude, uh, first off, what have you been doing since the governor's race? I think that may have been the last time you were on this podcast. Yeah, man. I uh, kind of semi-retired. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was nice. Um, yeah, I spent about the uh, the first half of uh, I guess twenty twenty three, kind of just doing some I don't know some internal and external type of 
understanding, like just like kind of taking stock of what is and and where I want to go. And I think I'm still trying to figure some of it out. I've got some some ideas of kind of like where like where I can do things and what I want to do. Um, I've seen kind of a, a bigger picture mission in terms of, you know, how, you know, we're going to fight. Obviously, I'm sure it goes as no surprise, like my my first and foremost, you know, most passion in this world is creating freedom, you know, selfishly for myself and for others. But, um, you know, I, I, I've kind of fallen into this group of like minded people with, you know, you know obviously the libertarians. But uh, also people that are into Bitcoin and things like psilocybin uh, and, you know, natural health, homesteading, homeschooling. And this crowd that, you know, that I've been able to, I don't know, kind of jump in with is just, I don't know. It's one of those crowds that has really gathered energy. They're they're gaining some some understanding about how to go about, uh, I think, this feeling that we all have that something's wrong. And trying to figure out how to best fight it without getting into a hot conflict. So I've been doing a lot of that. Uh, I guess in uh, July I got picked up. I'm I'm working with Swan. Uh, Swan is a, a Bitcoin only company here in the United States. So obviously uh, they asked me to come and work with those guys, and I was excited to do so. So been doing that at the same time. Standing up the 501c3 for Brave, and the Brave is you know a, a psychedelic um, post traumatic stress mission that you know we started putting on out here it's a a 10,000 year old curation in the making and uh <laughs> I, I mean we're, we're coming into the season man which i'm extremely excited for so i've been i've been busy it's uh but i've kind of been out of the the eye a little bit i, I mean i haven't had time to even do my podcast much in the past couple months so mm. it's a pleasure being here with you though heck yeah it's great to have you on man i haven't i haven't seen you in a while uh looking forward to coming up and and hanging out with you yeah man um before we get into the psychedelic thing which i know is why elizabeth wanted you to come on the show today let's talk about swan bitcoin a little bit and like what you're doing over there and um because you know you were known as the bitcoin governor in the race so like what are what have you been doing with them and what have you been doing with bitcoin um over the last few months yeah so Obviously, if you don't know about Bitcoin, figure it out. Um, you know, if you need help figuring it out, I can help you with that. <laughs> so I, I am one of the account executives for the private side. It's for high net worth individuals uh, that are looking to uh, keep their wealth instead of having it inflated away right now. Um, we do a few different things over there. Uh, high net worth individuals at Swan are considered, you know, 100,000 and up, which is, you know, for, I don't know, 30, 40 plus year olds. You know, if you've got a hundred thousand dollars that's sitting in a four hundred one k somewhere, or in a in a Roth or a traditional or um, any anything you know that's a, a savings device out there, you can actually convert those things over. So being a private member isn't really all that hard these days. But um, there's some really interesting stuff that we've been working on. We've uh, just announced that we're going to be the first uh, Bitcoin only trust company in the United States. We're working with Bitgo, uh, who is uh, a, a an outstanding partner in the space they uh they custody bitcoin with you in terms of multi-sig so if you're not familiar with the 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 term multi-sig it means that you and uh bitgo have to come together with your keys in a video call uh to extract you know bitcoin so which means they can't do anything with it on their own and 
you don't take a tax penalty because you wanted to actually put it into hard money. So I've been, you know, doing uh, account executive stuff. So basically, I I advise people um, on how to to move their wealth into Bitcoin, how to cold storage, uh, all of that, and then uh, just kind of creating this the signal so that people can really understand what is the uh, the best path in terms of uh, not only saving their wealth but kind of you know circum or I should say short circuiting this this empire collapse that we're experiencing mm. yeah I mean I think everybody's getting hit pretty hard with inflation right now and they'll tell you it's a certain percentage but it's it's even worse than than they tell you and yeah I mean I guess, you know, a little bit more on Bitcoin, just for folks who don't know that much about it. The biggest the biggest hurdle, it seems, for people to actually jump into Bitcoin is the fact that it's labeled as volatile. Can you speak to that for a second? Yeah. So volatility is one of those things that they want to talk about um, in terms of you know, what, what you see in terms of price swings. How, how is the market reacting to Bitcoin? And when you look at, you know, where we've come since 2009, uh, I think we're at about 15% adoption. And I'll, I'll kind of wrap this into a bow here for everybody. But what's unstable is the dollar. Um, the, the dollar and how it is not only used here in the States, but how it is received around the world. Um, you've got a lot of volatility in, in, the, in the dollar itself because of its collapse. And when you look at how the, the rest of the world functions on a world reserve currency that's pegged to the dollar, what you're going to see is more volatility. That's why you see places like Argentina, Brazil, um, you know, Venezuela, in, in any of these places that have pegged their money to a to the dollar, have actually seen ninety, sometimes ninety, you know, 60, 70, 70 90 percent uh, declines in their own purchasing power with their currency. That's on top of the debasement of the U.S. dollar, which is you know about about over, right? Like we're at like ninety nine point nine percent. So all we got is that point zero one percent left to go. Um, so the volatility in terms of you know Bitcoin is really non existent. Bitcoin is Bitcoin, and what you can trade it for dirty fiat for is really you know something that it shouldn't shock people. And as there is more capital investment with um, you know, the, the ETFs coming online, which maybe some people know about, maybe some people don't know about. Um, there are places like BlackRock, Fidelity, the rest of these institutionalized investment companies that are out there that are applying through the SEC for an, a spot ETF, which means there's institutional size money coming. We're talking tens of trillions of dollars possibly within the, within the, you know, the coming years where when you start to look at market cap, for Bitcoin, we're somewhere around 600 billion right now. Gold, to give you a reference, is at a right, right around 11 to 12 trillion dollars. If we get to the point where we're at gold's level with Bitcoin in terms of market cap, 10 trillion, 11 trillion dollars, what you're going to see is that quote unquote volatility that's the ups and downs, the spikes and valleys. That's going to smooth out a lot just because it takes more money to move that price. So it's early. You've got an opportunity to buy Bitcoin before it takes off. Um, there's a halving next year in, um, in 2024 uh, 20, uh, in April. So when you start to see you know, where we're at, we're literally sitting on the proverbial launch pad. And this, this halving that's coming up is kind of different for um, Bitcoin as well. This is the time in uh, Bitcoin's um, you know, 
I don't know, progression where the the rewards for Bitcoin mining, instead of being, I think it's what, 6.25 now, are going to be cut in half down to uh, just a, a little over three Bitcoin per uh, 10-minute block for you know the solving solving the equations right so mm-hmm. when when we see you know what's happening we're actually getting into a place where bitcoin is going to have less inflation per year than gold and that's something you know that's that's even you know newer to bitcoin right is like at first we released tons and tons of bitcoin it just halves every 4 years and now we're getting to that point where the having is actually creating uh, even more scarcity, yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. that's going to drive that that price of Bitcoin through the roof here soon. Yeah, because what 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 is it? The inflation rate of gold is like one percent, like two percent, maybe over yeah, time. Yeah, d- depending on you know, what the demand for gold is, um, you're looking at about two percent, two and a half percent, up to five percent, uh, depending on what's going on with markets, right? And um, what's really interesting is when the um, when the SEC and uh, the rest of these uh, clowns up there in Washington um, gave gold a spot ETF, gold rose by over eight hundred percent in you know in, in the coming years. So when you look at like where we're at, if we get a spot ETF with Bitcoin here, which there's over ten companies that have applied for the spot ETF, and there's they've won some major court battles uh, pretty recently. That says that you know they're going to have to hear these things out, and there's no real case for denying them. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention, BlackRock has won uh, 552, um, you know, of, of their cases for um, you know going into the SEC, and they've only lost one. You <laughs> literally got you know uh, they've got a 550 you know percent chance almost of, of going in there. I should say five, 550 to one shot. Of uh, of actually getting this approved, it's a pretty good shot, I would say. <laughs> so maybe you know, maybe have a little, you know, where they say if this thing catches on, maybe maybe have a little bit of cool. <laughs> All right. Well, I just went on to your website, um, mm-hmm. and let's talk about Brave. But let's talk about this line at the top that says "funded by Bitcoin." So, can you give us just a brief description of what Brave is? And then tell us how it's funded by Bitcoin. So, yeah, Brave is a 501c3 that I had to stand up because, you know, the government wants their cut for everything. Um, But Brave is a post-traumatic stress mission. It's not just for veterans. It's for um, civilians as well. And as we're moving through this, um, we use... We use plant medicine. We'll just leave it at that. We use plant medicine Mm -hmm. um, that um, is, you know, extremely natural and, you know, under under very close care of supervision of uh, people who are have been in the space for a long time. And we uh, we take guys out. Um, you know, we haven't taken any females out, so you know, no offense, but it's one of those things where we just try to keep this thing on the up and up, right? Like we're we the, the world's kind of crazy in terms of you know who can get blamed for what and doing you know like you just kind of stay away from all that kind of stuff altogether. So, sure. um, in terms of going out, um, this is a curated type of experience. It's ten thousand years in the making. Um, you know, obviously, there's some fairly historical things going on here in North Georgia that I think a lot of people have either they don't know about or, or have forgotten about. Um, and we take people through this experience and help them uh, find some mental clarity, some engagement, some envelopment, 
and something that kind of uh, goes hand in hand with Bitcoin, honestly, uh, that is a, a is a weapon for peace and you know undermining the you know this this archaic analog uh, type of system that we have that forbids things that grow out of the ground you know naturally it's it, it's it's amazing but in terms of funded by bitcoin yeah so what we're uh what we're standing up here is a bitcoin uh funded organization so that people really understand like these two things are are, are very much hand in hand they're they're based in freedom um they're they're meant to take the power away from the state and empower people again uh, to their to their natural God given rights, you know, in the earth, uh, the the things that grow out of it, each other, and um, the basic communications protocol that is, you know, if you and I want to do any type of trade, that should really be the only parties that are allowed in our business. And so when you know we stand this up, we don't want anything standing in between what we're trying to do, and that's obviously bring people together and uh, encourage them to the cause of freedom. I love it. I love it. There are, you know, uh, there, there are a bunch of different ways uh, that people can, can uh, help with their PTSD. Um, like for instance, um, making a documentary right now, um, following veterans as they make like an album. Uh, there are a bunch of creative musical folks, um, people who can write, people who can play guitar, people who can sing. And that seems to be a very effective form of dealing with um, post-traumatic stress. Um, what made you choose plant medicine and, and going down this route? Um, the epiphanies, the, I guess, the, I mean, people call you crazy for whatever you say these days. So, I mean, the vision, um, I personally, I went out uh, by myself in the you know, dark of the night uh, before sunrise and had an experience that was life-changing, like literally life-altering. Um, and I've done this numerous times since. So when, when I saw this specific, um, you know, vision, I guess I, it was very clear to me, you know, what we needed to do. Um, you know, when, when you have these interpersonal, uh, type of, you know, basically going down the rabbit hole of your own, you know, being this consciousness, like what is looking out of your eyes? And a lot of people have never stopped to really ask that question. Um, they've never, you know, there, there are a lot of different ideas out there. Some, you know, uh, scientists call it, you know, science and people in religion uh, talk about deities, people who are, you know, doing, you know, other things out there in, in terms of energetics, like, um, like physicists, you know, they'll, they'll call it quantum mechanics. And really the, the, the basis of it is all, you know, the understanding of consciousness and energy and so when you, when i went down these these routes with uh with plant medicine it all kind of became abundantly clear at least gave me an understanding of what i'm supposed to be doing and that is helping people uh have these experiences so that they can you know have a vision maybe download some information uh find some purpose re-energize their their lives a little bit because i mean i think in in this day and age um, I actually heard Nick Freitas on Sean Ryan's just 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 this morning. This this recent um, uh, quote that he had, he's like, "I feel like a hostage in my own country." And if you guys don't know who Nick Freitas is, he's an amazing guy. He's a uh, he was a Virginia uh, statesman uh, and he, all about freedom. He was also a Green Beret. So when I hear people feel like that, I mean, I felt like that in this country uh, for a long time, up until about 2019, 2020, when I you know 
found plant medicine and it empowered me and to help other guys, especially extremely knowledgeable, powerful, um, you know, guys that have this yearning for freedom. You know, I saw this and I was just like, man, this is something that is absolutely, uh, something that we can replicate. This is something that we can, you know, push off. It's, it's organic. And once people really understand how, how these things work, these, these mysteries that have been made, you know, illegal, um, we have a real chance to change culture and, you know, politics a lot of times is downstream from culture and, you know, what's downstream from all of or I should say what's upstream from all of it is the way we communicate. And, you know, that's how Bitcoin figures into this is when, when we communicate through peace and consent um, versus this, you know, this terrible analog version that we have now of force and coercion, um, you start to change culture. You start to, you know, build this, a, a literal foundation. So it's not just onesie twosies. You're talking about hundreds, if not thousands, if not maybe millions of people now, um, that are starting to understand how all of these things are interrelated and how to grow this understanding so that as a culture, you find unity, you, you, you stop arguing about all these, you know, silly things that are out there, um, in terms of, you know, Republicans and Democrats, right? Like right now, the fact that we're talking, you know, people are just up in arms about who's going to be the next president. Well, I think the bigger question is, is like, what's going to be the next money, right? Like what's going to be the, the next world reserve currency? Because at this time, you know, we have a, a really, really broken system and that's all funded through this fiat counterfeit class that has, you know, been able to create money out of thin air that you have to work for and that they can take from you and that they can tax when you make it, tax when you spend it, tax when you do anything uh, in terms of a communication to somebody else. And, you know, where I want to see, you know, where I want to take something of value from you to give you value, like that system is absolutely broken. So, to have people coalescing around both of these subjects, you know, the the plant medicine, the psilocybin, and Bitcoin at the same time, this culture is starting to really gain some amazing traction. And really all they want is to be left alone. And it's right in the libertarian wheelhouse. Yes, it is. How has been people's response coming out and 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 going through this whole process, like are people nervous when they get there? Are they excited? Like what, what's the general response? So I think, I think it's a, a little bit of both, right? Like, you know, um, there's this feeling, I, I, I don't know how other people have, you know, gotten through that feeling. Maybe, maybe when you were young, younger, right. And you were trying to work up the courage to ask some girl on a date and you're trying to be relatable for everybody else. Cause not everybody's, you know, gone overseas and gone to war and been nervous and excited. Like, like being nervous and excited at the same time, um, is I think a good thing. You know, it, it peaks your senses for one. And when you're, when you dial in your senses and then add in, um, a very natural, very still, very peaceful and safe environment that has history that takes you back over 10,000 years, those experiences are something that you can't get anywhere else. Those, the, these are, you know, very specific. Um, and, you know, you want to talk about like lives change when people 
you know, fly home, you know, after, after being here, after they, you know, get back, uh, to their, their, their life, something's changed. There's a, there's a switch in their mind that they know has been flipped and, you know, or maybe a proverbial itch that's now saying, do something. What, what is it that you need to do? Maybe you found it out here. Maybe you're still in search of it, but the, the process of that, you know, continues to help change people. And I think it's a catalyst. I think, you know, there was a, there's a great quote, you know, you can do about 10,000 years worth of, um, you know, therapy in about five to 10 hours. Right. And so if, if you want to shortcut the whole meditation and everything else, I'm not saying meditation on its own, isn't a good thing. I'm saying when you add in some very divine natural components in a natural environment, you can cut out a ton of time and you can, you can get into this place that you're doing introspection. You can fight all the demons that's, you know, that you've been wrestling with your entire life and at the same time find purpose so that when you are back in, you know, the, the normie world, you've got some hope, you've got some, some weapons that, you know, are, are very much undeniable. And, you know, when, when you start to see how this, compounds itself and how people migrate towards this and find each other no matter what their backgrounds are you know race religion you know sex orientation wh whatever it doesn't none of it matters I and mean, i've seen this so you know just for anybody who's out there is like obviously i get to hang out uh with with bitcoiners all the time well when bitcoiners are together minus like developers and all that kind of stuff you know what one of the one things they talk about all the time plant medicine spirituality and it is almost like, you know, these people have, they've unlocked something. And as they've unlocked something, they've found some empathy, they've found some mission, and they've found each other. And they want to be together. Like they want to build communities. They want to be self-reliant. They want to be anti-fragile as, you know, we talk about in, in Bitcoin. So when you're, when you have forces like this of people who are, a lot of times younger, a lot of times extremely smart that are working with a technology that is like zero to one technology. So like the printing press, the wheel, fire, that's going to change the human species forever. What you're looking at is something that's that I don't think they can stop. You've got you've got this amazing, peaceful weapon for the revolution that gives I don't say hope, but it does. It sparks hope in people and it sparks you know, community and, and all these things that I think we're longing for as a, as a culture, you know, this stableness, this idea that, Hey, look, you know, tomorrow's tomorrow and today's, you know, the present, we can look at what we have today. We can be grateful for it and know that tomorrow is going to be better tomorrow. You know, we can do, you know, more things. And, you know, as long as we've got breath in our lungs, you know, there's, there's a fight that's going to be had and that fight now in you know in in modern times it doesn't have to be that you know bloody rebellion that bloody revolution that we've seen over and over through the course of history and that is powerful um one thing one thing that i think people completely overlook and don't like don't even really associate with bitcoin or plant medicine psilocybin whatever it is is this idea of of peace um, like what, peace on earth, goodwill to men. Like that, that's generally what everybody wants, you know? And yeah. so why, why is Bitcoin? Why is plant medicine? Why are these the, the vehicle to, to possibly get us to that point? 
Yeah, so Bitcoin, um, let's do Bitcoin first and then we'll do psilocybin. So why is Bitcoin the vehicle? Um, Bitcoin, you know, I, I've talked about this, I think, in a number of talks with, uh, especially the libertarian crowd, right? It was, you know, the libertarian crowd, I love everybody, you know, and, and that's the thing, like, I say everybody, I love most libertarians. Um, the This crowd has been working tirelessly for 50 years and they've got damn near nothing to show for it. You know, I, I mean, I, I mean that in the most complimentary way on earth. But there's a reason why there's nothing to show for it. It's because we're playing in their sandbox. And I, I mean this, um, you know, metaphorically, I guess, where if let's just say you have two kids and they want to go play in the sandbox. Well, that that kids, uh, you know, the neighbor kid who has the sandbox, they also have cats around. And so the cat, you know, likes to go and take a shit in their sandbox. And cats are known to have this thing called toxoplasmosis, which is a... Uh, a really nasty uh, disease that can infect your brain so that, you know, if this kid wants to play in this guy's sandbox and they're having this peaceful transaction, their transaction is actually infested uh, and, and has been corrupted and perverted by the toxoplasmosis. That's, that's what the American economy is. Like we're all playing in the sandbox and we want to do it peacefully. 99.9% .9 of us go about our days doing exactly this. We, we play nicely together. We don't rape each other. We don't murder each other. We don't, you know, we don't do any harm to each other. We don't trespass. We, we, we're, we're good people. This is 99.9% .9 of the interactions on earth every day. But every time we have that transaction, that transaction is a transaction of the Federal Reserve and fiat currency from the counterfeit class. And when when you start to understand that they take a cut, this is this is literally a parasitic type of relationship that we have, you know, we that we had no say over until 2009. We had, you know, we could try to do, go do business in gold, but let's face it: in a global economy, doing business in gold is unrealistic. It's slow. You can't do those kind of things. Um, paper. We know what happens with paper since 1971 when we debased, you know, when we went off the uh, the gold standard. We just debased what the value of money was. We went from money to a currency, which is completely different. So now you've got this fiat currency that's made out of, you know, thin air. It's been devalued by 90 plus, you know, 99% and it's still infecting culture. So, you know, you, people have, you know, if you look at it culturally, you start to see, you know, I've got to spend this money sooner than later because this money sitting anywhere is going to lose value. And literally right now with the interest rates, the way they are, the value of dollars is half every 10 years. So your purchasing power, what you, what you've traded your life for is worth half of what it was over 10 years. And that's that's speeding up. So this infection, this, this cancer that we have, that is the Federal Reserve, that is fiat currency and this counterfeit class that it's produced, the bureaucracy, the wars, the you know, the the manipulation that that has been an outright assault on extracting wealth from the 99.9% .9 of us that are good people has finally come up against something that you can opt out of. Like you can opt, I should say, opt into. And that's Bitcoin. Because now Bitcoin is a point-to-point -point transaction. 
You don't need rails. We don't, and, and, and I say rails, I know maybe some industry talk. The, you don't need like a SWIFT system over in Europe. You don't need a, an ability to exchange and trust a third party when you're trans, you know, transmitting value from one person to another in terms of signal. And that's, you know, that's what the economy is. Signal is, you know, what I think something is worth and what you're willing to pay for it. And so when we talk about market signal, if I want to send something over to Africa and let's just say I want to buy somebody a Starlink in Africa, right? Because now somebody in, in the Bitcoin universe has gone over there, put in a hydroelectric dam that's, you know, now mining Bitcoin and with the extra power can run Starlink and have an uplink and provide electricity to a village that's never had their own currency before that creates a circular economy where people can trade peacefully without being devalued by the IMF or the US dollar, then what you're doing is creating even more free people around the planet to, to trade, right? Like you're just freeing them of this infection that is fiat. And so in terms of Bitcoin, you get an opportunity now. And, and I say opportunity because we're still early enough to where you can trade fiat for Bitcoin instead of having to work for it. Because eventually, people aren't going to be able to trade fiat for curtain, for Bitcoin. At some point, that, that all goes away. And when that goes away, you're talking about you know these people who got into Bitcoin early having a ton, a ton of power projection. And there's a great book out there. Um, well, actually, I think it got pulled, but it was written by... Um, a oh is his name uh, i think it's I, i'd have to pull it up uh, it's it's power, power projection um uh, oh, I, i'm murdering this right now i'm gonna apologize <laughs> I'll, I'll think of it here in a few minutes but um yeah in, in terms of power projection um you know this is this is written by a major in space force who's a young guy that graduated from mit and i cannot remember uh, the the name of his uh book right now i have to google it but in terms of power projection, what you're looking at is people who are in Bitcoin who want to have peaceful transactions. And I'm not saying it's going to you know, cure the world, but at the same time, you're going to have people who are really good people that want the, the peace and consent communications protocol with tremendous amounts of influence and, and, and I guess purchasing power so that those things can be carried out. And that's that's the thing that I think I'm probably most excited about is you have a completely new group of people that have been, you know, empowered by this, by this, you know, money, by this communications protocol that's going to change the world. Man, man, that's crazy. It's interesting to think about how like the newest technology, like something like Bitcoin, something that is in the digital age um, can be paired with something that's been around forever, like plant medicine and psilocybin and that kind of thing. Um, I, I, yeah, I just, I, I don't think people would make that connection. I think it's a super interesting one to think about. Um, and I love it. Um, there, there's a great piece. Um, it's called the, my, uh, the mycelium of money. Um, okay. and mycelium <laughs> is just the base layer of, uh, of fungi. Um, mm -hmm. and I think your question, I only answered like part of it, right. It was like, you know how do how how does um how do how does psilocybin and, and and those things get us there um as as well like that's this understanding um that we are an ancient species that we you know we've been around for quite some time 
and that psychedelics were a rich part of our history prior to uh, the the church coming in and saying, let's let's absolutely ban these kind of things. Actually, let's put together inquisitions and hunt these people down who are doing these and route them out and call them witches and uh, make it illegal around the planet, change the names of these things, make them schedule one. You know, all of this influence, right, is is has been pushed so that you can't have these experiences by those people. So, you know, you can't stop mycelium. You know, it's it's very much just like Bitcoin, right? It, it takes the foundational elements of Earth and it converts them into nutrients. And then, you know, these uh, these compounds get together and they start to form uh, the base layer of mycelium. And when you start to see, you know, this happen, you're starting to watch this new uh you know this new network and and that's the thing is mycelium just like bitcoin is a distributed network right like it's it's one of those things that takes what we have and it starts to produce something that is absolutely necessary for life on earth um and that's you know the the to not get real technical that's the hyphal growth uh period in in uh, in mycelium or the base layer of fungi. So as, as this base layer comes together and starts to form networks, what they're doing is, is taking nutrients from one area to another. You've got literally a network that is sitting in the ground, sitting in logs, sitting in rocks, you know, all around earth that is saying, Hey, look, we need nutrients over here to this plant, or we need to maybe pull nutrients from this dying plant uh, life or, or animal life and push it into here. So what you have is really amazing communication uh, and you've got pure signal. You, is, there's no, there's no middleman in between any of this, right? It's like, Hey, you know, we are nodes and we're operating and now we are pushing signal to where we know we need these resources pushed. And that's, that's Bitcoin. That's it's, it's amazing how similar they are at a base level. Interesting. I'll have to look into that. I like that. I found an article just now. Is is this what? Uh, hang on, sorry. I'm going to try to share it. Uh, Bitcoin is the mycelium of money. Yeah. Um, an article by Brandon Quint Quidham. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I actually work with Brandon. So um, yeah, great guy. And uh, there's there's a, a, some really amazing similarities in this space. Interesting. I'd literally never heard that before. So that's man. Okay. Um, well, that gives our audience a lot to think about, a lot to chew on. Um, I have been a Texas A&M Aggie football fan for my entire life. We haven't won a championship since 1939. Um, my, my heart dies every single Saturday during football season. Can Brave help me get over my trauma in this regard? Yeah, you're going to find something way more important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And, you know, what's funny is we're, uh, you know, being a, you know, a Georgia Bulldog. I mean, I, I don't know. No, I'm just saying in 2019, um, you know, this this whole thing started to to kind of come to me. And, you know, since then, the dog has been pretty good. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, no, it, it definitely will give you some perspective in life too, right? Is like, um, don't, you know, don't get me wrong. Like I took a break from sports for a long, long time. And um, now I've actually kind of started coming back around to it where I enjoy it, but I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not that fan that's, you know, going to be 
uh, mood dependent on how well my team does, right? Like Georgia played like shit on, on Saturday this week and they've got some quarterback issues, but at the end of the day, you know, I mean, really, is it something that is going to affect, you know, how I feel and how I function and, you know, determine anything like that. Now there's, there's a lot more important things out there that, uh, that I'm really, uh, I guess not only passionate about, but, you know, I guess prioritized, right? It's like you sit there and you go, Oh, you know what? Here are my priorities. Like my priorities are, am I in good health? Uh, is my family doing okay? Do I have, you know, a warm bed and a roof and food and, you know, like just, and it's automatic, right? It's like, you you start to see that. And the more, um, the more present you are, right. If, if you're, if you're really present, you know, you can sit there and watch your, your Aggies just, you know, blow ass through an entire game and you can laugh and you can have a good time because you're, you, maybe you're looking around, you got your dog, you got your, your wife, you got your husband, whoever, and you guys can sit there and laugh at how ridiculous some of the intensity is around, you know, these things. So yeah. All right. Well, that's good to know. When I get to the point where I need to move past a and I'll, I'll give you a call. <laughs> hey, season's upon us my man it's, it's cooler in the mornings uh we're not quite in the the leaf changing uh phase up here in the north georgia mountains but we're getting it close. is it's beautiful i missed the entire summer too it was great i was up in the, <laughs> i was up in the mountains in montana it was 60 65 70 degrees all summer it was delightful so yeah um all right how can people find you how can people find brave all that kind of stuff yeah. Um, so right now, everything's up on RadicalPod.com. Uh, there are three different tabs out there. And uh, one is for uh, the the actual uh, show that I haven't done in quite some time. The other one is for uh, Brave. And I, I'm trying to try even remember. Oh, uh, the other one is the uh, Bitcoin Maximal. So, yeah, you guys can still contact me. That's a that's something I stood up earlier in the year just to do uh, some outreach and start to teach people uh, about any of those kind of stuff. And if anybody's interested, um, my wife is now working for uh, Connor Boyack and the, the guys over at the Tuttle Twins. Oh, and nice. Yeah, um, she is doing the Atlanta uh, piece of the uh, uh, youth entrepreneurs. And so, and, and I may not have that exactly right in terms of nomenclature, but you guys get the idea. Um, so I think what we're going to be doing, uh, along with, you know, me as a, an official, uh, representative Swan is my kids have, uh, careers, I guess they're, uh, little, little businesses that they've stood up, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, to, to go out there and stand, you know, and have a, a tent or a booth with them that explains Bitcoin, that explains, you know, some of the products that are out there, that explains people how to uh, convert their businesses over to Bitcoin or at least accept Bitcoin um, and, and understand how to transaction even back and forth the cash and the tax implication. Like, we're going to do all that. And we're going to get all these people on board at a very local level to where, like I said earlier, you know, this these distributed nodes, we're going to start to move out and reproduce a lot like mycelium. Um, so if you want to come out to one of those uh, over the, the coming year, uh, we're gonna, I think she's going to have about eight different events around the Atlanta area with youth entrepreneurs. So if you're interested, you can come out to one of those. You can head us up on the website. Um, and yeah, you can, you can find, I guess you can, you can text me or find me through whatever, uh, social media. Twitter's pretty good. Um, and I can set you up with an account too. 
And uh, if you got questions, teach you about cold storage, about you know keeping your your little phrases on something that's not going to be destroyed, and uh, exiting the the terrible fiat system for something much more glorious and amazing. Well, that is fantastic, Shane. Thank you for joining today. Really appreciate it. Um, you represent the bald brotherhood well, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my pleasure, brother. I am really, uh, it, it's so good to see you. I look forward to, to meeting up in person, grabbing a, a beer, some mushrooms or whatever. And, uh, we'll, we'll have Heck a good yeah. time. Looking forward to it. Y'all thank y'all very much for tuning in. You can tune in on Thursday nights to Liberty libations. I apologize for the barking in the background right now. It's an idiot dog. We're watching. Um, Lincoln is a dummy. Um, he didn't get the memo. <laughs> That was me yelling at Lincoln just then. All right. Um, that'll be it for today. Be, make sure to tune in next week for some more free Georgia podcasts. Appreciate everything y'all do. Go to lpgeorgia.com to learn more about the Libertarian Party. We'll see you next week. Peace. Mm -hmm.